Who is this guy? His name is... Vince Taylor. It's a good name. It's a fake name. I saw him once walking out the discotheque. He flicked cigarette at Bird, knocked it out of sky. When will he be here? He's a very strange young man. He's an idiot. Comes from upbringing. Bite-sized buffalo with your host, Vince Taylor. Well, hello there, Bills Mafia. It is Vince Taylor back bringing you another podcast here on this Saturday night. What do I want to talk about today? Well, the first thing I want to do is tell you where you can find all of the great content on the Buffalo Fam Base YouTube channel. You know about Justice and Jake. You know about the Wandering Buffalo. You know about um, Believe. Go check out all that great content. They put so much effort into it. And they, they, they do it because they enjoy doing it, but they do it for you. So go over there, subscribe, leave them a nice little comment. They like hearing it. People like hearing good things about their work. Please do it for me. The other thing I want to talk to you about today is Bill's Upgrades. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Me. Traditionally, most people that know me know that I'm, I'm really conservative and I don't like going after free agents or the high-priced ones generally. I don't like trading because I want to keep all of my picks. And I prefer to use our picks. I prefer to use our picks, groom them, become future starters, and obviously they're on rookie contracts. So I, I like to keep the continuity, the, the continuity going that way. You know, I prefer to use our cap to re-sign our own guys rather than just overpay and chase free agents. I know it doesn't always work that way. You need to use free agents, and Bean has been pretty good at times, you know, filling in for free agents. Mitch Morris is here, and he's able to value shop pretty well sometimes. I mean, hire Hyde and Poyer come to mind. Um, they weren't Hyde and Poyer when he signed them. We signed them to very reasonable deals and developed them. We actually got good value out of them for a lot of years. So I'm not totally against free agent signings. It's just... I like to value shop. You know, I guess that's the way I want to do it. Um, you got contributions out of guys like Feliciano for a little while. I mean, it turned into a pumpkin at the end, but he's able to get good contributions uh, on the free agent market. But trading specifically, upgrading, the Bills trading, we, I'm going to use this term loosely here, missed out. On, on Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> um, and, you know, when the Panthers were trying to negotiate and they told everybody, hey, we want multiple first-round picks. That was just a starting point. You know they never really meant that. Obviously, they didn't. That's not what they got. But, like, every negotiation for trades, they always just start high. They always say they ask for the moon, and you have to have room to negotiate down. You know, salary negotiations... You know, in your professional life, that's kind of the way things go. You know, we might ask for higher salaries, knowing that we'll take a little less. Union contracts that way, you know, with the NFL, sports leagues, even, you know, regular working class unions, they do the same thing when they're negotiating with the business. Business contracts, legal penalties, it, you know, you get the gist. They didn't, they didn't really think they were going to get two first. They just, they'd like to have it, but they didn't really believe it. And, you know, I'm glad we didn't get him. I didn't want to give up any of that. I wasn't interested in giving up a third. I really wasn't giving up more than, like, a 
fifth. And that's it. I mean, really. Uh, as much as I like Christian McCaffrey, I'm not here to hate on him. I just, I didn't want it. I didn't want to pay. I didn't want to give up all these picks and then pay a running back. I just, that's just, to me, not what I want to do with my team. Would it have been fun? Sure. Could it have uh, helped us? Maybe. I think the I think the jury's out. Like we're already the favorites without him. Like where's the value there? Like that we're getting back. Are we giving up too much future draft picks in order to get a little bit better now? That's kind of where I felt. But uh, you know, even trading later round picks is is giving up potential starters on a rookie contract. So you think a fifth rounder is expendable? I don't know. Is Matt Milano expendable? Samar Hamlin expendable, Shakir, Dane Jackson. He's changed my mind on him pretty well, by the way. I'm, 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 I'm have a different opinion of Jane Jackson than I did a couple years ago, and that is coaching with John McDermott, I believe. Um, so I mean, simply trading away picks for luxury players. I don't think that's set you up for multiple Super Bowls necessarily. I mean, not that it couldn't happen. It sure could. You got Josh Allen. But we want the best chance to have more than one Super Bowl. At least that's what I want. Some people will just want that one and then worry about it later. I don't think that way. Um, and I'm certainly always against giving up draft picks for players that have high salaries too. So I don't want to give up capital to acquire you and then have to absorb your salary. That you know, In baseball, they do the opposite. In baseball, you acquire a player with a high salary. They lower the asking price. In the NFL, it doesn't seem to work that way. and It makes it less attractive to me. That's why I'm an old curmudgeon. That's why I'm very conservative. I'm no fun, but I'm, I'm, I'm very, I don't want to say analytical. Uh, I'm not as smart as Bruce, but I tend to lean that way a lot. But I say all that. Because are there places on this team where having an upgrade might make sense? And, of course, I'm going to say all this without injuries in mind. So, of course, if an injury happens to Gabe Davis, of course, wide receiver becomes a priority. But I'm, I'm saying all this as the, safe, as the team is right now. And I'll start with safety. There's, there's reason to be a little bit concerned for Micah Hyde when he comes back. He's not young anymore. I, I love Micah Hyde. I co- hope he comes back to be the guy that we love. There's a chance that he doesn't. Um, some people have talked about the Ravens, Chuck Clark. He's His name's come up on a few articles I've read. I'm not mad if that were to happen, but I'm cautious of the price. You know, he's still pretty young. He's 27. He's still got some good years, and I'm just not going to turn into a pumpkin. Um, and he also has another year left on his contract with a really attractive salary, too. I don't remember what it is, but it's lower than $5 million. And, of course, if he's traded, uh, the Ravens would have to accelerate all of his bonuses and pay them out. So we'd, we'd be getting a, a good player on a couple years of a contract. But the problem is the Ravens are still contending. And why would they just want to give that player to the Bills, the Bills and make us better? So the price would be pretty high there. Uh, we already have Hamlin. And McDermott has proven that he can develop players, especially defensive backs. So I'm not aware of anyone on the block that I think makes sense to me. And I don't have to write about that. If you know somebody, please let me know. Um, but I'm okay with what we have. You know, um, John Abraham's name's coming up with the Raiders. Don't need that. You know, I, I trust our guys. 
If there's a, the right opportunity for a low pick, eh, maybe mildly interested, but I'm, I'm not making that a priority. Um, I'm going to talk about corner. Not because I think we can upgrade, because I I, I just, weirdly enough, during the offseason, I was banging the table for a veteran corner. I mean, I was on Twitter in the offseason, but man, I really wanted uh, a veteran corner. I, I actually was pretty disappointed and to the point where I thought it was almost like negligence that we didn't back that position up with somebody well, that was a corner. As much as we were excited about Elam, first round pick, that's what we all wanted, but there's still a chance that Elam couldn't play because rookies are crapshoots as much as I like our draft picks. There's still a little bit of a crapshoot and, uh, you know, Trey White being hurt, it, I, I thought it was almost negligence. Now I'm I'm very comfortable and to the, to the point where there's some interesting names on the corner market that are available i don't even i don't even care don't even make calls on them i'm happy with what we have we're going to make a few rookie mistakes and young guys but it's fine i, I think they're playing well enough uh file this under the long line of things that vince was wrong about i think there's a hashtag there somewhere uh but i'm wrong about so many things you know wide receiver I don't have a burning desire to get a wide receiver. I'm very comfortable. You know, I, I think there's some question marks. People are down on, on Isaiah McKenzie right now. Yeah, he is what he is. You know, I don't have. I'm not too down on him. He had a bad game. We like Khalil uh, Shakir. Uh, we have Gabe Davis. Like any player that we were potentially pick up here, it would need to be an outside player, in my opinion. Now, I don't want to make a trade and give up a lot of draft capital for a depth guy at the same time. Um, and for all the talk about Oda Beckham, you know, I could be interested. Now, I'm, I'm not dying to get... If it doesn't happen, I'm not upset. And if it happens, I'm not upset either, right? But let me tell you why I would be interested in Odell Beckham. Um, if I could say his name correctly, he needs to be okay coming in here on a one-year prove-it contract nothing else. He has to understand that he's probably three or four in this offense and he's not going to end up having many 100-yard games, might get, get that many targets as he might want to get. And this would be an opportunity for him to show off, get another Super Bowl, possibly rebuild some value and go sign somewhere else. I don't know where he's at right now. When he comes back and he's ready to play, is he willing to step on the field and is he able to step on the field and be a contributor? I have questions about that. And I think we all should. So what's the price? You know, I'm saying no to any multi-year deal here. I don't need him. And who is he taking snaps from? Are we moving Gabe Davis to a slot? I don't know. I mean, realistically, I, I'm not, I'm pessimistic on it. But if it happens, I'm not dying. I'm not upset about it. Von Miller seems to think that this is already a done deal. Maybe he knows something. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know why he'd say that. I like a guy like Darius Slayton a lot. But, you know, what's the price for Darius Slade? Because he's Brian Dable um, down there with the Giants. I think he'd be a really good player to flip with Isaiah Hodgins um, because I think there's a lot of potential with Darius Slade and then somehow, some way, he's kind of falling off and out of grace uh, over there in New Jersey. So if we can get him, I'd be happy with that. But what's the price? Um, I'm really just content to roll with Hodgins, give him a look, and see what else he could do. Of course, should the Jets be interested in moving Elijah Moore to the Bills? 
I'm probably, this is where I would be out of character for me. I'd be a little bit more aggressive because I like Elijah more. I like all things I write about him. I like what I see. I like what I hear. Um, I don't like his attitude, but I'd still be, I'd still be very interested. So I, I could possibly be willing to get a little bit more aggressive. But what, what makes sense for the Jets to move on from him right now? I, mean, they, they, I think they draft him on a high second rounder. So they want at least that back. He's still on his rookie deal. Um, I don't know. I, uh, there's some combination that could make sense for me. If we can give up like a second and a five, I, I might bite. Uh, next position, tight end. Mm, sure. Maybe we can use an upgrade. Tommy Sweetie's fine. We have Reggie Gilliam, who's s- supposed to be able to play tight end. Um, we thought we had an upgrade when we signed OJ Howard, then we cut him pretty quickly. And I'm not discounting that this could be something that the Bills are at least monitoring. Um, that Broncos tight end, oh, his name I do not want to pronounce. You know, I think he could be interesting, but, you know, he's not even being used right now in Denver. And what are they, what's the price worth for a backup tight end right now? You know, I don't know. I, I think maybe six uh, could have interest, but I'm, you know, I kind of take it or leave it because I'm a stingy curmudgeon and I don't like to give up draft picks. But uh, I have zero interest in Mike Isecki. We can talk about having that two tight end sets that we wanted with uh, O.J. Howard and, and running and passing. I don't I don't have any interest in Mike Gusecki. First of all, I don't want to trade with Dolphins. And he's kind of, as much as Bills fans have liked him a little bit from afar, I felt like even when we were high on him, Dolphins fans were always disappointed, even if he gave them some good receiving games. And I know that he can't block, but um, that's enough for me to want to move on if he can't. If he can't catch passes and be a good player on that team, then why do I think it's going to work for us? I'm passing on that. Um, here is, I said all that, and I'm kind of lukewarm on any of the upgrades there, right? So this is the place where I would be most interested. Offensive line depth. Now, I this is my number one priority. If we're making a move, this is what I want. This is what Vince would do. But I don't think this is necessarily realistic because these types of players are really valued right so i'm looking for somebody that maybe can replace roger saffold next year he's got starting caliber talent or somebody that's uh we can maybe develop to be a starter in a couple years but you know would this player have to be on a team that's not being used right now he's he's a he's a player on a bad team or is he stuck behind a better player on a good offensive line and then just there's blockage there. It just doesn't have room to go. Um, this would be one that I think Bean would have to be sneaky. He would have to value the player more than the other one does and be able to get him at a fair price. And Like I said, I don't think these, this is realistic. I don't think that kind of player is traded very often. And even if, even if that player exists, I'm not sure who it would be. I read an article today about Isaiah Wynn from the Patriots. It'd be fine if you want to upgrade our tackle. You know, I think it's a little bit of a bigger salary. Doubt Billy B is going to want to trade with us. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm not giving up on Spencer Brown there, and I don't think anybody should be. I just I just want some options there right now. If there's an upgrade on the offensive line that's that's there to happen, I'm all interested. Or getting a replacement at guard next year for Roger Saffold, I think, uh, would be a sneaky good move. Is Is there a center out there that can run block? Now, I know we like Mitch Morse. I've always been kind of eh. And his ability to pull when you see all this, that's fantastic. 
That's wonderful. That's great. It's something that most centers can't do as well as him. But you know what we can't do is run the ball. We can't do traditional run plays. We're so bad at them. And, you know, as, as good as we are at pass blocking, and I think Josh's mobility maybe helps a little bit with that, it might be good to have that guy on the roster. Uh, maybe, you know, just in case, you know, I, I maybe – you know, we, we think Bates might be the backup center, and I, I think there's another guy, and I can't remember who that is right now. Um, but this is an unlikely move. This is just something that if that player were available, this is where I would be more aggressive. So that's it. I mean, you tell me what you think. Tell me, send me your rant. Send it to me. Record yourself on your phone or, or your laptop, or if you don't have a microphone, that's okay. Just record yourself. Send an email to me, vincehillerpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, tell me what you think. Tell me why I'm uh, an idiot and why I'm too stingy and you know why I'm, I just never want to trade because I'm no fun. All those things are probably true. Um, just Or just call, record yourself telling me what an idiot I am. I'll listen to that and I'll put it out there too. But uh, that is it for this rant. I'm Vince Taylor. Thank you for listening to Bite Size Buffalo. This is on the Buffalo Fan Base Network. And... Uh, We'll talk to you later. Who is this idiot? What an idiot. Oh, what a loser. I took an online quiz and it turns out I'm an idiot.